ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into your Friday, January 10th edition. Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We've got a lot to get into. Marshall getting the victory last night over Middle Tennessee, 79-75. Iron Bennett in that game, 17 points, 11 rebounds, so a double-double for that young man. And they'll take on a UAB team that defeated Western Kentucky yesterday, 72-62. So UAB, Marshall, should be an interesting one. And we got to tell you right now that they've changed the time. Marshall hasn't sent anything official yet on their channels, but uh, we've got the official notice from all of our media partners and everyone involved that they've moved the game to 8 o'clock Eastern. So tip-off is set for 8 o'clock. All you need to know, if you, if you want to tune in, our pregame coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. So that's different than what it was. So it's going to take place a few hours later, 8 o'clock tip. Our pregame coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog as well. And, of course, you can stream it as well. All you have to do is go to our website at wrvc.com. You can listen to us that way, or you can listen to us on the TuneIn app. So we've got Marshall basketball tomorrow, different time. Thundering Herd going into this game yesterday against Middle Tennessee needing a win. And let's talk about Iron Bennett. First and foremost, double-double from that young man. You look at his box line, as I mentioned, 17 points. He was 7-14 shooting in that game. 3-3 from the free throw line. He had seven defensive boards, four on the offensive glass. That's what adds up to 11. He only had one foul. That's huge for him. One foul. He was out there 29 minutes. You got more time out of him. He also was able to really be a part of this offense by just the fact that you didn't have to bench him. You get him in the flow of things more, and it looked pretty easy out there for a while the way he was performing. Had a couple of blocks as well. I mean, great game from him. I love it. I love the way they were able to perform because Marshall was able to go inside a lot. So a lot of lob passes as well. Herb was having fun out there, it felt like, for a while. Marshall scored 46 points in the paint. Middle Tennessee could only manage 28. Marshall won the battle off the turnovers. They got 12 points off turnovers. Middle Tennessee ended up with 10. Second chance points 15-14 in favor of Middle Tennessee there. 20-12, to 12, the fast break points in favor of Middle and bench scoring, I mean, really not a factor. 16-13 in favor of Middle Tennessee because you look at where your offense came from for the Thundering Herd. Andrew Taylor, 9 points, 3 of 11 there. Tavion Kinsey, 13 points, 5 of 11 shooting. Bennett, as we mentioned, was 17 points. Don't forget Jared West right there. Jared had 16 points. He shot 5 of 8 from the field, including 4 of 4 from the three-point line and 2 of 2 from the free throw line. 
He also had two rebounds, one on each side of the glass. He was playing at one point with three fouls. He also had three assists in that game, one turnover, one steal. He's out there 26 minutes. You get 16 points from him. Now, Darius George, again, having some success, 11 points, 5 of 7 on the shooting night for him. He took one three-pointer, missed it. He did hit his lone free throw. And you look at what he did defensively, he had five rebounds. Two on the offensive glass, so he had seven rebounds total. Very important there, playing with only two fouls. Also had a couple of turnovers there, but he's out there 24 minutes. And then Jansen Williams, 21 minutes. That's an improvement on his minutes as of late. He was 4 of 8 shooting, 9 points. He's a shooter, so he was 1 of 4 from the three-point line. You like to see him hit a couple more of those, but again, he took four, hit one, so he's 25% from the three-point line. But he's four of eight total in the contest. Nine points. But what else did he do? Well, he had four rebounds on the defensive glass. He was playing with just one foul. He also had three blocks and one steal. Three blocks, one steal. 21 minutes, nine points. I'll take that line from him. I'd like to see him get into double digits and get a few more minutes out there, maybe get a few more looks. Get that past 10, maybe 11, 12 for him. Get the scoring really going. But nine points from Jansen Williams in that contest, 21 minutes. I like to see Jansen do well. So Thundering Herd, go down the line here. You had four players in double digits. You had two players one point shy of double digits. You have one player with a double-double in Iron Bennett. And you look at where... This game ended up 13 fouls. That's good. I'll take that. 13 fouls. 16 assists, 13 fouls. Turned it over 14. That's okay. Middle turned it over 12. Marshall turned it over 14. 14's fine. It's not high. It's not low, but it's not high. You'll take 14. So you can't complain with that. Nowhere in this box, even though this game was tight, 79-75, Nowhere in this box really can you, you take issue with what Marshall did last night. You just found out that Middle Tennessee was a determined team, and, and they came to play too, to be fair. First half in that contest, Marshall was 50%, 16-32. So one of two shots went in. Half their shots went in. Four of ten from the three-point line, if they're a little bit better there, you know they're shooting higher than 50%. Second half, the herd shoots 15-32, of 42, 47%. So for the contest... 48.4%. Overall, 31 of 64. 8 of 18 from the three-point line. They were a little bit better in the second half from the three-point line. 4 of 8. So 50% there. 40% in the first half, 50% in the second half. You'll take it. Free throw line, they got 17 opportunities. They made 9. 3 of 8 in that first half. You'd like to see them hit a few more of those in that first half to really give them some cushion. Second half, they hit most of them, 6 of 9. For the contest, The Thundering Herd shot 67% in the second half, 38% in the first half. So that is where it stands for the Thundering Herd. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Marshall game coming up against UAB. We've got that coming up. Also, we will get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We'll take a look at the NFL playoffs, those coming up this weekend. Marshall women in action yesterday. We will talk about that. And, of course, big contract for the Mountain West Conference. The Mountain West agreeing to a huge deal with CBS Sports and Fox Sports. 
Mountain West getting their TV money. So we'll talk about all of that and more when we continue on today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. 877-420-TALK. That's the toll-free number to be a part of today's edition of the show. Marshall with the victory yesterday over Middle Tennessee, 79-75. to Not many people showed up for this one. I was watching it on the feed yesterday and looking at ESPN+. Plus. You go down to the Murphy Center. It, it's a great arena. It's really fun place to see when it's full of fans and not the case. They reported their attendance 2,703. Uh, unless I was missing a camera angle or two, I didn't see 2,703 in attendance at the Murphy Center for that one. So it almost looked like a friends and family crowd. And you look at Middle Tennessee's record, winning only four games at that point. Not very good. I can see where the fans would be down on this team. It's still a good basketball team. They've had a pretty tough basketball schedule. And their schedule was tough coming into this, and so I hope their fans don't get down on them. They've got Western Kentucky coming in. Marshall, of course, heading off to UAB on the schedule. And again, if you didn't join us earlier in the program, I need to remind you or at least let you know, make you aware, that there's been a time change. There's some threat of weather, and so if Marshall would have played early, they would have come back on their flight, it would have possibly hit the bad weather. So severe weather is uh, what is forecast. Marshall and UAB are going to play later on in the evening, so they're going to tip 8 o'clock Eastern. We'll have that game for you starting at 630 with our pregame coverage right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, and again on 93.7 The Dog. So new time for the game, 8 o'clock. That's when we tip. Our broadcast begins at 6.30. So last night, Marshall getting the victory. You know one guy that was really happy? Dan D'Antoni. That's who was really happy. You know, I thought we played up until that point. We played real good uh, defensively on their three-point shooting. That took them on up there, though, above 52, way too high. But they did shoot the ball well. You got to give them credit for that. So good win. Anytime you do it on the road, it's a good win. Iron Bennett, Coach, he was able to stay on the floor tonight. He gave you almost 30 minutes. He averages about 20. But uh, he got a double-double tonight, a block, actually two blocks. Gave you good effort out there tonight. Well, he's the load inside, you know. And, I, again, we're just scratching the surface with him. He uh, He's going to get better and better and better. And uh, I know this summer I'm looking at him right now. He's going to work on his little jump shot and get the ball a little bit higher, and he's going to have a little bit more than that little turnaround hook that he's got, which he's good at. But for a man his size, he's very agile, a very good player, and a big part, well, a real big part of why we won tonight. You also, at the end, had to uh... – Go against that unusual defense, something you don't see every day. Trapped, and they caused some problems. But then, last couple of possessions, you made them pay for it. Well, the the problems they caused were our our fault because we, you know, we weren't expecting them to really come at us, and that that's uh, on us, not them. But every time we handled the ball just halfway decent, we got into Iron, he scored a layup. 
So uh, I think we can continue to do that and keep working on that as, as we go through. And Jared hit a big three, right, at, uh, when we had to have it. Andy, we're in a little uh, drag, and we were looking to go into iron, uh, but they came so hard at him, we threw it back to Jared wide open, and he knocked down a big shot. How about Jeremy Dillon? We haven't had a chance to talk about him, but he came in at the end of the first half, gave you a spark. He ended up with three rebounds, three assist, or two assists, two steals, and really had some timely plays in the end of the first and even when he got in the game in the second half. Well, he was really good the first half. The second half, and that's the problem I have because, you know, Cam has a really good game, but that's freshman. That's what they do. One game they'll be really good. Next game you're going, what is going on? But, uh, you know, uh, though overall we keep gaining experience. We keep playing together, and uh, they're a fun group to coach, a fun group to watch play. And uh, like I said, it's good road win, 2-1, puts us back to 500, go down to UAB, and we got to bring our A game. That's going to be a good ball club. Yeah, Coach is going to be in a good mood for the bus ride down to Birmingham tomorrow. Well, I'll, you know, I'll it. talk to you at uh, breakfast. It'll be uh, better. And i got crossword puzzles waiting on me as soon as I go home. Dan D'Antoni, he's got crossword puzzles waiting on him. Of course, hopefully he's going to – have some crossword puzzles to keep him busy between now and tip time, which is, again, 8 o'clock. Change of time for the Thundering Herd against UAB. 8 o'clock, the new tip time. We'll have the broadcast for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Another guy who really should be happy, and, and that's one, Iron Bennett. He definitely should be pleased with his performance. A double-double in that contest, 17 points. 11 rebounds. Uh, Steve Cotton caught up with Iron Bennett. It was tough because I felt like, well, all of us felt like we just gave them the game. Like, we had it. We just made a couple of late mistakes and stuff and let them get going at the end. And it was just, it was really sucked. So coming in here, like, like we, we wanted to win. Like, we want to, and next game, like we want to win that game too. So we just, we were just really kind of mad from that. And, I guess they just gave us the intensity, came out, played hard. Everybody played good, played hard, good defense, everything. It was good. It was good at night. All right, it seems like as the season's going on, you're getting a more uh, comfortable feel in the post as far as reading where the guy is and the timing tonight. You had a lot of great moves just with your spin move. You were balanced on your feet. And then the other thing, too, is when the double team come, there's a timing to that, and you're finding – the open shooters outside. Yes, sir. I mean, all all it is is just um, co- Coach Klein, Coach Dan, and them. We just w- work in practice all the time, like on stuff, like on me getting double team, them coming, me have to pass it out, post back up again. That's that's all it is, just working, repetition, and that's all it is. And what about Charlie said those spin moves? Quick yeah. uh, <laughs> on your feet there. <laughs> oh yes, there. I got uh, I got that from Coach Klein too. He taught he taught me that. He um he just told me like. Anytime I'm in the post and, like, since I'm so big, like, guys are going to be, like, right up on my back pushing me very hard. So all I got to do is just spin. Since I'm so big, just use my body and I can get, like, right by them, just spin off of them. So, yeah, kudos. Shout out to Coach Klein for that. And how about the fact tonight, 29 minutes, 16 seconds. Steve just looked it up. That's the second most minutes you've played in the game. First time was at Florida. But you've been able to stay on the floor. You only picked up your first foul with under a minute. And the one things we talk about on the broadcast, it seems like when the ball goes into the post, you're doing a better job staying vertical, yes, and you're not picking up those those quick fouls. Yes, sir. Um, like, like I said again, it's just just getting used to it, playing all these games, just seeing 
how how I'm supposed to go up or just making sure I'm I'm not coming down on on them and fouling them or whatever. Just staying up, jumping, try not to foul. That's it. Try to be strong. That's Iron Bennett after the broadcast speaking to Steve Cotton, of course, coach and Iron, courtesy of Learfield IMG. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're going to look ahead tomorrow to Marshall and UAB on our pregame show, but Thundering Herd gets the victory tonight, yesterday, 79-75. to When we continue, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up this weekend. we got the National Football League to talk about Several games to tell you about. Also, a nice little chunk of change going the Mountain West way. We'll talk about that. Does that mean Conference USA might see some increased revenues? Probably not, but I'll tell you what it looks like when teams and conferences do get revenue when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Friday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. We're presented this hour by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Thundering Herd getting the victory yesterday against Middle Tennessee, 79-75. And we want to remind you that coming up tomorrow, new time for the Thundering Herd and UAB. It's going to be an 8 o'clock tip. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, television has been a big issue for Conference USA. And for a lot of Herd fans, it is something that is sort of a sore spot in certain spots at least. You don't like how the Facebook games are going or the fact that there's not that much exposure. And I know the new one now is, at least for some, is that ESPN Plus and streaming games aren't fair to people in the state of West Virginia. And I get all of that. I completely do because, well, let's be honest, broadband is not the very best here in the Mountain State. Hopefully that will get better. But this is the shape of things to come and is also the shape of things now with these broadband deals, but there's still a place for linear over the air or cable satellite delivered sports programming. There's still a place for it in the foreseeable future. And the mountain West is getting a piece of theirs. They have agreed to a six year media rights deal with CBS sports and Fox sports. If you put it all together, it's going to be worth $270 million combined. Here's what they get. You get football and men's basketball. It starts in the 2021 season, and it runs through the 25-26 season. They're still trying to figure out the third-tier rights right now, so no solid info on that yet. But they're adding Fox, so Fox is picking up the Mountain West. And so Fox is going to show the conference's football championship game. CBS Sports Network will still be the primary television rights holder, so They're doubling down, putting their bet again on the Mountain West. This is what the deal looks like. If you break it down for CBS Sports, it comes like this. 23 games on CBS or CBS Sports Network. That's huge. CBS or CBS Sports Network. I'm sure the majority are going to be on CBS Sports Network, but still you've got that opportunity to be on CBS. And... You've got at least a deal here where a minimum of three games will be on CBS. So this isn't, hey, we're going to carry one game on CBS and the rest are going to be on CBS Sports Network. No, you get three games. Okay, that's pretty good. That's, That's solid. That's a good start. 
Mountain West, hey, look, Boise's got a big matchup. Let's put that on CBS. You think Marshall and Conference USA could ever enjoy a deal like that? Uh, I, I don't see I don't see it happening, but it'd be nice. Now, here's what else you get. There's also um, 10 additional games available for CBS. The network receives the first seven picks of conference-controlled games and the right to all Boise State Conference road games. So, Boise State Conference road games, CBS or CBS Sports, guess what? There's potential you might see Boise State a lot on CBS. Now, keep this in mind. Conference USA partners with CBS Sports Network. Guess what? I'm telling you that Boise State Marshall game is going to be televised. Somewhere good. That's just this feeling I have. I can't tell you. I just have a feeling that's going to be a good TV pickup for somebody. Just depends on the pecking order. I'm kind of curious how that's going to shake out. Now, Fox is going to show the football championship game on either Fox or FS1, and it's going to be played either on a Friday or Saturday. How's that, though? You got to wait till TV decides, hey, your championship game's going to be played on a Friday. I'm sure they are going to at least break that down a little sooner than, okay, um, and we found out the matchup today. You guys are playing on Friday. I would think if they kind of have an idea where that's going to go, the championship game, they will break that down sooner. But still, Friday or Saturday for your championship game. Also, there will be 16 to 23 games shown during the regular season. The rights of Boise State home games, guess what? The network has the rights to all those. So, it basically comes down to Boise State. That's it. This is the deal. Mountain West, scratch that out, put Boise State, comes to deal with CBS and Fox Sports. It's, it's the Boise State network. So, Boise State home games, guess what? All Boise State home games, Fox Sports in some form or fashion. Boise State Conference Road Games, guess what? CBS, CBS Sports Network. Boise State's taken care of. Everybody else, you guys, you'll benefit from this too, but this is really the Boise State Network. You know it. I mean, look at the CBS logo. It's Boise State color. Come on. All right. Um, here's, a, here's another uh, nugget from this deal. Uh, a maximum of four Hawaii football games can be picked collectively by the two networks each year. Okay. That's not bad. Now, this is football. What's it do for basketball? Well, CBS Networks will show the Mountain West Men's Basketball Championship game on CBS. The game is going to be played on the NCAA Tournament Selection Weekend. So, you're getting ready for Selection Sunday. You're leading up to that. Guess what? Throw in the Mountain West. That's going to be in the conversation. Make sure some good television. There's going to be 32 games on CBS or CBS Sports Network. Now, the network's going to pick up the first 12 picks of league control games, and then they're going to alternate with Fox. So they get the first 12 picks, and then Fox, CBS, or CBS Sports Network, they're going to alternate. 
Fox Sports, they're going to show 16 to 32 regular season games with a minimum of 12 annually on Fox or FS1. Every other contest featured on FS1 or FS2. And if I'm Fox, I'm making sure that I have good quality programming on FS2 because FS2 is like the forgotten child. I don't even know if I have FS2, to be honest with you. I have not clicked down and scrolled down to find it. And for the most part, I haven't missed anything. Have I not? I don't think so. Now, this is going to be a a solid media package for the Mountain West. The Mountain West. Basketball is, of course, going to be a big deal for this. Football as well, Boise. You're on Fox. You're adding Fox to your resume. And you're also adding more exposure for one of your premier conference teams, Boise State. I mean, if anything, the Mountain West is basically saying, look, we know which school is the straw that stirs the drink. We know it's Boise State. The network's saying, hey, look, we want to take your games. We're all in, but you got to make sure that we get some Boise State action. We we have got to make sure that we're taken care of on a national level and what's the school that people nationally know and like, Boise State. Now, it's good if you are playing against Boise State because if you're at Boise State, guess what? You're going to be sitting pretty. You're going to be sitting pretty television-wise. On the road in conference, you know what? Still not bad. Your game's probably going to be picked up by either CBS or CBS Sports Network. I mean, again, the network gets the first seven picks of conference control games and the rights to all Boise State conference road games. That's CBS Sports. How's that work, though? I'm, I'm kind of curious. The, receive, the network receives the first seven picks of conference-controlled games and the rights to all Boise State Conference road games. So is that in addition, or is that just part of it? And, of course, they can't pick the Boise State home games, right, because the network that has the right to all the Boise State home games is Fox. I'll just be uh, curious to see what the TV package looks like when they actually select these. We'll go down it. Uh, what? is interesting about this is that the Mountain West is not the American, but yet it's getting solid money. This is a deal worth $270 million. Now, is Conference USA going to get a deal like this? You tell me. TV money is going to help the Mountain West. The American, not going to be what they consider a Power Five. You don't see the air quotes. American doesn't care. They're Power Six. They're just happy to be Power Six. Mountain West, they're going to be in the mix as well. So so really, you look at the haves and have-nots. It's going to be the upper echelon conferences, whatever you want to call them, Power Five, I don't care, Autonomy Five, as the commissioner of Conference USA calls them. The Autonomy Five. Then it's the American. And I'm going to say the Mountain West right there. American Mountain West. So that leaves fighting for the bottom 
the MAC, the Sun Belt, and Conference USA. Where does Conference USA rank as far as television excitement? You tell me. You tell me. Does it rank above the Sun Belt? I don't know. Appalachian State's making a good name for itself right now. Does Conference USA rank above the MAC? Possibly. The MAC is such a condensed league. The MAC has got a lot of alumni, a lot of fans, and it's got its own thing going. And then here's Conference USA. This mishmash, this hodgepodge of schools, East, West Coast. I mean, you've got FIU, Louisiana Tech. You have Western Kentucky, UTSA. You have Marshall. You have Rice. You have Florida Atlantic, Middle Tennessee. You have North Texas, UTEP. You have Charlotte, Southern Miss, UAB, Old Dominion. And and that's also, uh, by the way, the order of win-loss record uh, in uh, Conference USA. No, check that. Actually, I read the scoring offense. That's how the teams rank in scoring offense. I, I was actually reading that list off of scoring offense in Conference USA. The point is, you've got a diverse league, but you don't have the television bang for your buck the networks are looking for. I mean, are the networks going to hand over $270 million for the right to carry Conference USA football and basketball? No, they're not. Because I can't name a school that demands national attention. Top to bottom, including Marshall, I can't name a school that demands the national attention that, say, Boise is getting. Because you look at this, read between the lines here. The deals with CBS and Fox Sports include, at least on the football side, strong access to Boise State because Boise State's the straw stirring the drink, not just in the conference, but on a wider level, on a more national level. And so the Mountain West is going to benefit from that. And it's great for the Mountain West because it's going to be exposure for some of their programs. And all of a sudden, you can see two or three of their programs, their upper echelon football programs over a period of few years, be in the conversation. I mean, the American right now has two or three teams that are constantly in the conversation. The Sun Belt has Appalachian State. Tell me a team in Conference USA that's in the conversation right now. And you know how you fix that? You win. Winning puts you in the conversation. This isn't a bottomless pit. There's no can-get-out-of-this-situation, but it's going to take a lot of hard work, and it's going to have to happen from a league level. You're going to have to see the league do better, and that includes Marshall. Marshall's going to have to do better. So when Marshall goes up against Pitt, got to win that game. When Marshall goes up against Boise State, you got to win that game. When Marshall plays Ohio, you got to win that game. When Marshall takes on East Carolina, you got to win that game. And then you got to go through your conference schedule and you got to win all those. And then Marshall can get into this conversation the way Appalachian State got into the conversation. I'm not saying they're going to be the team that gets picked to go to a, a New Year's Six game, an access game, but they'll be in the conversation. 
And if they're in the conversation, then people are talking about them. If people are talking about them and Marshall keeps winning, they can stay in the conversation. And then maybe one day Marshall will get picked. I know, easy, right? It's not. It really isn't. It's going to take a strong effort, top to bottom, from Marshall, Conference USA as well, because Conference USA doesn't have the luxury of saying, hey, here, Fox Sports, come on over. We're going to give you total access. We'll give you all of Marshall's home games. Will that work for you? Hey, CBS, we're going to guarantee you you get access to every single Marshall Conference road game. How about that? Of course, what I would be doing is, hey, NFL Network, Marshall, pick Marshall, or take one of the few teams that you've got that's pretty good. Hey, Louisiana Tech, you make sure that your your schedule includes Marshall, Louisiana Tech, UAB, Florida, Atlantic. Get them in there. Work them in there a little bit. North Texas, sure. Get them in there as well. I'll take I'll take my best programs, and I would make sure that every year that they're getting a little extra love from the bigger networks. I would try to feature what I think are going to be the bigger, better matchups. If I'm Conference USA, of course, if I'm Marshall, hey, we'll take whatever you got, but hey, can we get on the big ship? Can we get on the NFL network? Can we get the big picture here? Can we stay off stadium Facebook? Hey, is that possible? Can we can we avoid that one? Can we avoid stadium Facebook? Would that be okay? Of course, I'm going to be honest with you. I still like ESPN+. Plus. I, I don't think that's a problem there. It's a good platform. If you have ESPN+, Plus like I do, sometimes I'm on there. I'm looking for stuff. I really am just trying to find things to watch on ESPN+, Plus because I'm paying... Four ninety nine a month, and it's it's expensive. So I'm trying to justify my purchase there. No, I, I mean I take advantage of it. I'm using it for different things. I'm watching Marshall. I mean, primarily the two things I'm watching ESPN Plus for are Marshall. But the value for me is all the hockey I can watch and every other crazy sport that's on there. Hey, if I have a slight interest in something, and there it is, I get more options. And of course, it's an add on. I understand. I treat it as an add on. But that's where the Marshall games are, or Conference USA games. Opportunity there for me. And if you like different sports, like me, I love hockey. And you listen to this show any length of time, you know that. I'm I'm excited. I'm happy to be able to watch hockey. And it's definitely cheaper for me to get the main hockey package because I get a game or two almost every night. Every night they're playing. That's fine. I don't necessarily get the game I want to watch all the time, but it's a good value proposition. And I think Marshall, at least Marshall fans, are more receptive to that and the fact that, you know, it's pretty cool that I get to actually just take my phone, I can watch the game wherever I'm at, or I can take my tablet, or I can sit at home and I've got this new library of games. All right, we are going to wrap it up when we continue. We'll start trying to get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines and let us go to the phones. And Bill's checking in tonight. Go ahead. You're on the drive. Yeah, um, just to say what I told you off the air, I sort of enjoyed your rant about the CUSA uh, uh, TV situation. Uh, I just have a quick question to throw out right there. Um, does anybody believe that the present leadership, you know, from the school to the uh, conference offices, are in a position to, um, you know, make things any better? I and don't know if it's too, a. I don't know if it's a school issue. I'll, I'll say that. I think. I think it's a school issue also, and the, the reason is is that, you know, quite frankly, this USA is the last four or five seasons have been direct, you know, football wise. Okay, that, I understand you what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I understand and what you're saying. It's not. I don't think it's this leadership issue. I think you're right. There's um, top to bottom, you don't have that team that adds that supreme value to Conference USA the way say Boise State does the Mountain West or Appalachian State right now, and they've been pretty good in the Sun Belt. And the way that a few teams have really uh, shown up in the national spotlight in the American. So, yeah, you're right. It is a school problem. Winning cures it all, but we haven't seen really one or two teams take over and be that ultra dominant team. And even if it was, and even if it was, even if that team were dominant within the conference, uh, Conference USA has very few, you know, signature wins, put it like that, out of conference. And that's that's a huge problem. It's like you, you pointed out um, before. And locally right here, you know, I've got no confidence that the, you know, Marshall football is going to get any better to be the uh, bell cow for the conference at any time soon as long as, this, you know, as long as the present administration's in place. And that's a problem locally right here. I mean, you know, Marshall was the Boise State of the MAC, if you want to think about back in the, you know, back during the, uh, you know, late nineties uh, through the two thousands. So I'm, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of hopeless in a sense, unless you know something big happens, somebody makes a, uh, you know, a game changing hire somewhere or another. I don't know if the current system right now is going to lean towards Conference USA anytime soon because I don't see where you can put a tourniquet on this, stop the bleeding as far as the revenues coming in. It's going to take several seasons, not just have this one breakout season. But right, you, point right, out, you point out where Marshall was successful in the MAC in the 90s, and what if we had the current landscape now with Marshall's success then? I mean, Marshall would be – the team that you lean on the most, and they would definitely be in the conversation a lot more. Unfortunately, we're in a situation where, yeah, you're right, no signature wins. I mean, I can't argue with that because you get the wins, people start paying attention more to you. And I'll say this, though, the schedule, you do have some opportunities. You just got to take advantage of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like we did Cincinnati this past year. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you go. Hear the music going. I appreciate it. I've burnt that <laughs> okay. Cincinnati film, by the way. I, I, I hope never to see that Cincinnati game again. Thank you, Bill. Cincinnati aside, they played well against Boise. You got to win those games. Plain and simple. I mean, I'm not pointing out anything that isn't obvious. You got to win those games. You want to win those games, you will get more attention and you will increase your profile by winning the higher profile games. 
That's going to do it for this edition. Don't forget, we've got basketball airtime tomorrow, 6.30 p.m., 8 o'clock tip right here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.